the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Thanks for staying with us. We're broadcasting live from the legendary Rack Shack Barbecue Studio here in Egan, Minnesota. Hittnergroup.com. H-I-T-T-N-E-R Group. All one word. Hittnergroup.com. 612-627-8000. That's 612-627-8000. Give us a -a -a ring-a-ling-a-ling. We'd be happy to take your call. All with no cost and absolutely no obligation. I'm excited because we have Eddie Nesting. Am I say that right? No, Nestingen. Nest. Say it again. Nestingen. Nestingen. Eddie, what kind of a name is that? Nestingen. Nor- Norwegian. Norwegian. Okay. Yeah, you always tell Norwegian, just can't tell them much. Okay. <laughs> okay. Eddie's on the program. He's a American Lifesavers Fire Safety, is the company, and I we we met just the other day, and I was curious about what he did and and what his company did, and when he told me, I was excited to have him come on the show to share with you. So we were talking about you were coming into somebody's house and uh, and giving them a fire safety survey. Is that a fair statement? Yep. Tell fair. us about that and what does that mean? So usually what I do, I'll come into a person's house and look at what they have already for existing fire alarms, the smoke alarms, Okay. Um, and kind of quickly evaluate them. Most smoke alarms are what are they called ionization smoke uh, detection system, and they're based off from a little bit of radioactive material, and then they detect smoke particles in the air, and that's why they sound. Okay. And most uh, smoke alarms, ionization smoke alarms, are looking for small smoke particles like what you have when you have cooking. Okay. And that's why they go off when you burn toast or right. uh, cook bacon. Okay. So how does that then? So. How long do they last? Uh, some of them will last like two or three years. There's been a federal law just recently passed that every 10 years you have to replace your smoke detectors. Okay. Really? Most of the newer smoke detectors don't even last that long, though. Okay. Did you guys know that? I did not know that. Is there a smoke detector police? <laughs> no, there is not. All right. So we, yeah, I'm good. The, the close would be your fire marshal. Similar to the... There you go. Kelvin, unplug. welcome to the show. Is Kel- there a smoke detector police? Kelvin, unplug Keith's microphone. There I don't know. Just if he's, yeah, he, is, know. he denies everything in demands funny. proof. Uh, so there's no smoke detector police, similar to there's no bedroom police. Correct. All right. And uh, I, I have a question for you on smoke detectors. You said 10 years, you're uh-huh. supposed to replace them. Is there a thing where lightning strikes or, um, you know, outside during a storm that your smoke detectors can go off? Is that an old wives' tale or is that a, a real thing? That's a, that's a, a wives' tale for the most part. I'm not saying that, you know, if you have a wired-in smoke detector and you get an electrical storm, that could upset them. Okay. But when uh, we don't have any wired-in smoke detectors, in part, that's in part the reason for that. Okay. Okay, so when you go through and do a survey, what kind of recommendations do you do? I mean, are those adequate smoke detectors, or are there you know, good, better, or best, or what should somebody have? There's good, better, and best, and uh, usually when I talk to people, they go, well, 
I've had the fire marshal out here. I've had the insurance company out here. And that's the minimum recommendation. So that would be good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Better and best means that you also have uh, smoke detectors that you know are not going to solve uh, sound for a false alarm, Mm -hmm. such as when you cook, you know, you burn toast. Mm -hmm. Um, And you also have heat alarms because most people, you, you... Generally, you cannot buy a quality heat alarm at, at a gro- at uh, the hardware store, Lowe's, Home Depot. Okay, what's a heat alarm? A heat alarm is sensitive only to heat, and so places where you uh, chances where you'd have a hot burning fire actually is in your kitchen, uh, really above your refrigerator because the air compressor gets dirt underneath it or dog cat hair or dust, and then the air compressor starts working harder and harder every year, mm-hmm. and so that can actually be a firebox. Oh, really? And then the, the furnace area is another area where you'd want a hot uh, heat detector. And then the attic is another area because attic fires, as a homeowner, you never notice an attic fire. Somebody driving by goes, oh, there's a fire in their attic. Mm-hmm. So they don't if, notice it before you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's, And that's how most attic fires are reported. So we have an alarm that you can go in the attic with that has a heat sensor on it that's high enough so that summertime when attics are supposed to be hot. Right. It won't go off and give you a false alarm, but then in the if there is a fire, it will go off and, and give you an accurate reading. How hot is hot? Uh, the fuse on those are 175 degrees. Okay, so when it gets to 175 degrees, it sounds, and you know you got something up there more than the hot air. But you're, yep. you're a long ways gone at 175 degrees in your the, attic. The attic is, but you're downstairs right. in the living room or downstairs in the basement, and you don't even notice it. Right, air conditioner working like a mm-hmm. champion. Right. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Keep exactly. it cool. Okay, so then what's the best one then? The best one, uh, I actually, the company I represent is called True Watch. Okay. And they have uh, fire alarms that, uh, like those heat alarm I've been talking about, has been around for about 50 years. We've never had a false alarm. We've never had a burn victim. We've never had a lost a life from that alarm. If that alarm sounds, you get your butt out of the house. Okay, so that means there's real trouble. Yes. So when you, because I, in my house, ours will go off. If we, if we are cooking on the stove, our, our alarm goes off all the time, you know, and it's because it's right out in the, in the hallway there, it's open and it just, it goes off. Just disconnected. It's fine. I did did that. I did that. It's better that way. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't go off. Because you can see fire. I mean, yeah, you'll feel, you'll feel the heat. You'll feel the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll feel the heat. So when you go, when you come into a house, then. Tell us about the about the process. You go through the house, you evaluate the thing, and then you're going to put your system as, do, do you replace everything that's in the house? Are they hardwired? Are they battery-operated? Is there a central monitoring panel? Or Tell us about it. So when I, when I come into a house, the first thing I want to do is educate the homeowners because mm-hmm. if there's a fire, you can have a fire in a bedroom, and it sucks all the oxygen out of the house, and so you can actually die from lack of oxygen or asphyxiation or smoke inhalation long before you see the flames. Okay. And so it's it's a process of educating the homeowners, the, the ionization smoke detectors that they have. If they're in a bad location, they will go off because of uh, kitchen smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing is they, they monitor a small smoke particle, whereas if you're having burning furniture, most of the stuff we have in our house is petroleum-based, which is a larger smoke particle. Oh, Ionization smoke detectors do not always detect the larger smoke particles. So according to FEMA, an ionization smoke detector may not go off in as many as 35% of all fires. Oh, really? Yeah. So you could have a raging fire in the living room, 
and the smoke detector doesn't even go off. Correct. I recently talked to a fire marshal. He'd been a, a fire chief. He'd been a fire chief for 20 years. And he said to me, he said, Eddie, you'd be surprised the number of fires I show up at. And then the alarms go off. Oh. And, you know, the fire chief's already there. Fire department's, why, why should they be going off now? Right, right. right. Uh, so when you said that it sucks all the oxygen out of the room, so how do you tell us about Explain that one to me, because you you said yesterday when we're when we we're talking that that uh, when a fire starts in a house, it changes the entire dynamic of the house. So, so so right now, when we build a house, anything in the last twenty years specifically, we're looking to make it airtight so we aren't, don't have drafts in the house. Mm-hmm. So there's a limited amount of oxygen that's available in the house. So if you get a fire starting anywhere in the house, it can it. Fires need oxygen to burn. Uh, it's something to ignite the source, a fuel to run on, and then oxygen to burn. And so it's going to just start sucking the oxygen out. So that actually starts sucking the windows in. So it can be harder to open a door mm. because the door is being sucked in. Mm. And and uh, we have a story of, uh, of one guy who was, because he was a big guy, he was able to pop the door open. Mm-hmm. A, a, a child or a smaller person would have not been able to get that door open and get out to safety in time in case in their house was on fire. What about just breaking a window? Can't you just throw something through the window and, uh, and get out that way? <laughs> well, you or can. Or at least get oxygen in that way? Yeah, well, but, but yeah, exactly. yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need. More oxygen. So more oxygen so that you break that the window further. and suddenly you're engulfed in flames. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the second problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if, if I'm in my bedroom and there's a fire in the bedroom mm-hmm. or there's a fire in another part of the house mm-hmm. and it's beginning to suck oxygen out of the house, even if I've got my bedroom door closed, it's mm-hmm. going to suck it through the bottom of the door right. or any other thing. So if I break the window, all that glass is going to come and implode in on me. Okay. And so I want to make sure I'm standing to the side, or like you said, throw something at the window. Mm-hmm. So when that glass comes running in, I'm not cut to shreds by the glass. So once the window's broken, then I can get out, but I have to make sure I'm safe from the glass. Okay, so in the last minute here, just tell us a little bit about the, the hardware the, and the install of what you do. Well, uh, we, we actually install right on, on site. Uh, nothing is wired in. Because if you have a wire, uh, electrical fire, it's going to it can fry the wires and render a smoke alarm useless. So we install right on site. Everything is battery operated or mechanical. Uh, everything has ten year batteries in them. You know? Oh, our smoke detectors are they were made the last twenty years. They were made for commercial industry, but we sell them commercially because that's where or, uh, to consumers residential because that's where all the fires happen. They don't happen commercially. They happen residentially. Give contact information real quick. You bet. So it's American uh, Lifesaver Fire Safety. Uh, They're out of Hastings. The number here is 651-329-8746, 651-329-8746. Check it out. Have them come out and give you a quick survey in the house. My Savior Family. We'll be right back after these messages. 